Hi guys, welcome back to the Long Distance Lovers podcast. We are here with episode four. Woo! Hi guys, I'm excited to be back. I love how we do this literally every episode where we're like, yay, we're back for like episode, you know, whatever. And we just cheer as if like we don't expect us to do this every week. All right, if you want to go ahead and just introduce our topic for today. Okay, so today we're going to be kind of honest with you. It's kind of all over the place. We have a few different little ideas in mind, but I feel like they all kind of like intertwine, I guess, if that makes sense. So we're going to talk a little bit about boundaries first. And by that, I mean boundaries. It's a pretty broad kind of topic. I mean, it can be from boundaries in the sense of like giving each other space, even if you want to talk to each other all day, especially in long distance. I think we all know what that's like. But also, you know, like if you guys are spending time together, maybe kind of giving yourselves when you're in person, being together, yet still giving yourself some alone time, if you will. I think that we should definitely start with the spending time with one another with distance. Because I know for myself, I constantly want to talk to Charlie all day. I mean, you know, like, I love him. And I want, I just want to talk to him all day long. But I recognize that we do have to set up those boundaries with one another. So that we're not like constantly like at each other. Because when you're spending a lot of time with a person, as much as you may love it, it could also get kind of tiring. And not to say that like, you know, I get tired of talking to my boyfriend, but it's more of, you know, I want something to look forward to later on. Like if I talk to him for five, six hours all day, what am I going to talk to him about later? Like I'm literally spending my day with him. And so I have nothing to speak about later on. And I also know that those boundaries are good for us because it allows each of us to kind of like have our own lives. Kind of like what we've talked about in like previous episodes of, you know, you have your own life too outside of this relationship. Yeah, no, I feel like when Steph and I started dating, I was obviously, and I still, I'm in school. And so when we first started dating, I was very busy all the time with school. I had just gotten a job. So I've kind of, you know, I was already just, I had a lot going on. And so that was kind of nice in the sense of with that and not being like, I was just sitting around doing nothing. We already kind of had to come up with that schedule of like when we got to talk. And then coronavirus happened. And at first when coronavirus happened, Steph and I had the luxury, I guess, if you will, of me being able to straight up pack a suitcase and go stay with him for two and a half weeks. And so I was in Louisville for two and a half weeks. We spent a lot of time together and we will talk about that in a little, but we spent a lot of time together and it was really Really great but then I came home and I went home to Texas actually I went to my parents house for a little while and you know my I was still in classes and I was still working but everything was just kind of at a standstill you know my professors kind of took it lightly and just said you know we're going to cut out a lot of assignments and so I really just didn't have much to do like I was able to finish my classes like a month before the school year ended you know so like for a while I was just kind of sitting and like I am the type of person I love being on a schedule I love to have times I think I've said this before like I live in my planner I love that thing and for me like I usually a day for me is like the first thing I do is I wake up and I work out and so after I worked out during quarantine and having nothing to do my day was kind of (laughs) over like I would wake up and have nothing to do and Steph works nights I think I've mentioned that before and so he sleeps during the day pretty much until like three o'clock and so I would work out at like 8 a.m and then I would just sit and do nothing and it was kind of the same thing 
I'd wait for him to wake up, and then once he was up, I just wanted to talk. I wanted to talk for all day, every day, the whole, every minute of the day, I was like, my turn, my turn for attention, it's all about me, which is annoying. And lately, you know, it's kind of gotten better, and we've had to sit down and kind of talk about, like, to remember that, like, we have lives, and we can't just sit around, and we can't just spend every waking moment on the phone, because like you said, you know, if we spend every hour on the phone together, well, what are we going to, what else are we going to talk about? later like and so for us now you know my life has started to kind of pick back up I'm in classes again like work is happening school's happening even though it's all virtual I have a lot to do and so that's kind of helping me at least like remember that like I have you know I like I have to give stuff time and like I have to devote time to my schoolwork and my job and all of this and so lately what we've been doing because all my classes are on zoom like he'll call me for like a minute or two say hi that kind of thing and then I'll go on my zoom call for god knows how long and then when my zoom calls over I can call him and we can talk about how his class what have you done in the last hour or so and then we'll talk for a little while and then usually after that we'll like kind of go about the rest of our days usually I take that time to like make dinner and like do whatever and stuff will make beats or go for a bike ride or do whatever it is and then he always calls me on the way to work and so our schedule is kind of getting back to normal if you will like what it was pre-coronavirus and so that's been kind of nice and so I know we talked about this before like having that schedule I think just helps a lot and like having those times set aside that you know like this is when I'll talk to you like I think that is a game changer for sure. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Scheduling with your partner is definitely a great way to start to kind of like establish those boundaries of like the time that you need for yourself. So like that's really, really important is like having that time for yourself and also making sure that like your partner has time for themselves as well, you know, because they may need time to unwind or, you know, maybe they're like they're stressed out about something or they don't even need a reason. Like if they just want time for themselves, they should be they should be allowed that. Another thing with boundaries, just for yourself and like for your partner, is kind of like knowing where your limits are at when getting involved with their lives. And what I mean by that is, for example, I am, I like to think that I'm good friends with Charlie's friends and, you know, like and with his family members. And if that's how you are with your partner as well, you know, like that's great. That's fantastic. Like if you feel like you can like openly like talk with them, more power to you. But it's also knowing, like, if your partner isn't getting back to you or, you know, if something is going on with your partner, not, like, pestering them or, like, overstepping boundaries with them as well. There's other people involved in the relationship as well without you realizing it. I wouldn't go to one of Charlie's friends and be like, oh, you know, so this is what happened with us or, like, hey, Charlie's not answering me. You know, like, can you tell me where he's at? You know, and so kind of... Kind of like maintaining like those like friendship boundaries as well, I think is very, very important. Like just like your your social circles and like yeah. making sure that again, like if you're if you're friends with like, you know, your partner's friends or like your partner's family, like that's great. But if it's something that maybe they're not ready for, don't initiate that yourself. Don't don't take it upon you to, you know, like immediately like step into like their family's lives. And be like, oh, well, I want to be friends with your brother, like, your sister, and, you know, this, this, and that. I mean, with any relationship, you know, introducing your partner to family members or to friends is scary. And especially with long-distance relationships because sometimes your, like, their families or your families and friends may not understand. 
And so it's also important that, you know, you kind of have those conversations of, okay, so what is okay and, like, what's not okay when, you know, communicating with them? Because your partner may not be comfortable with you speaking to certain friend groups or vice versa. Maybe you don't want them, you know, to meet your friends quite yet. I know for us, Steph and I, I feel like we're just, I don't know, we're kind of traditional. Like, we had a really big thing about we wanted each other to meet our parents specifically in person we didn't want it to be one of those things where it was like oh I'm at my parents house like Steph calls me here meet my mom over FaceTime I don't know for us it was just like we want to do this as normal if you will as possible and so Mm -hmm. I met his parents so I met his parents first and I met them for the first time when I went to Louisville to like visit and we like made it very I mean we just went to dinner with them and like had a a nice dinner and then he came to Texas like a few months later and met my parents and like same thing like he but well he flew to Texas and he stayed in Texas for a few days but like he was able to like meet my parents and spend a lot of time with them and so I'm really glad that we did that and we kind of had that opportunity because it gave us I don't know we had more than like one day to like get to know our like parents and then Mm -hmm. same thing with friends like I didn't meet any of Steph's friends until I went to Louisville like I had maybe heard one of their voices once on FaceTime, but I met them all in person. And then like when Steph would come to Fayetteville, like he's met, obviously like he would, he met Maria in Fayetteville in person. And like he met some of my other friends in Fayetteville and like that kind of thing. So I don't know for us, like that was just such a big deal because like we just wanted it to feel, I guess, real, not saying like it's not real on FaceTime or anything like that, but for us, like that's just kind of what we, I don't know. That's just what we wanted. And so we, but it was like we weren't trying to hide or like anything like that in terms of like boundaries. Like we weren't like, oh, we don't want each other to like meet your friends. Like our friends knew about the other one. Like Steph obviously told his friends about me and like I told my friends about him. But it was like we, we would always be like, yeah, well, we'll have to figure out a time for like him to come or for her to come so we can all like meet and hang out. And um, it's, you know, obviously with coronavirus, it hasn't been as easy for us to, like, get to meet. Like, I've met more of Seth's family than he's met of mine because Texas is, like, not a good place to be right now. And all my all my friends and family are in Texas, and so I'm like, let's not go there. But, you know, that's just kind of for us. And so I completely agree. Like, sitting down and having those conversations, and, like, I know especially, like, for y'all because y'all are international and obviously traveling is really hard right now. And so it's great that you have FaceTime and Skype and all of those different, like, outlets that you can, like, use to, like, video chat and, like, meet those people that are important in your life. And then, like, you get to meet the people that are important in Charlie's life, you know. And so, like, the power of technology is just incredible. And, like, in situations like like, in situations like long distance and stuff like it, helps so much and so like I think it's great that like we have that you know well kind of going off of that so Charlie and I and I've mentioned this before like we kind of tend to keep our relationship a little bit more private on social media and I mean it's mainly at least on my end it's mainly because like we don't have any pictures together like I don't have anything like to post of us like yeah like I'll tag him and some stuff or like if he sends me flowers, like, I'll post them on Facebook and say, like, look what my boyfriend got me. But, like, yeah. a big boundary that, like, I was respecting of his was that privacy. And, I mean, we didn't become Facebook official until, I think, like, six months into the relationship. Which, like, I know, like, sounds kind of silly or, like, oh, why are you so concerned about, like, being Facebook official? But 
I mean, especially with us being long distance and like an international, we don't have any pictures of one another. And you know, we're not together. And I guess for me, it was like important that like, I let people know, like, I'm in a relationship. And I let everyone on my end know that I'm in a relationship, everyone that needed to know knew. And same thing with him, like, all of his friends knew, all of his family knew, but, you know, it was just never, like, official online. And that was something that, like, he made very, very clear is, like, that's something that, like, he does not want to, like, publicize. And so I know with long distance, you, like, there's always, like, that fear of, like, oh, well, I'm not there with my partner, you know, there could be some, somebody else if they don't, like, put that they're in a relationship, then someone's going to think that they're single type of thing. And so I, I just let it go. Like, I never, never brought it up, like, once he brought up that boundary for me. And, you know, I let him, on his own time, you know, decide to make it official online. And, I mean, like, it didn't change the dynamic of our relationship whatsoever, but it was nice knowing that, like, I respected that boundary of his. And so, like, that created that trust, you know, of where I didn't overstep or, like, I didn't, like, pressure him. Like, well, you know, I want everybody to know that we're official or, like, I want everybody to know that that we're in a relationship. And so kind of going along with, like, that whole, like, yeah, technology is great. There's, like, technological boundaries as well that needs to be, that need to be considered. Uh, I know we were the same way in terms of Facebook official um, stuff, mainly because Steph just straight up doesn't use Facebook. Like, he has Facebook for work. (laughs) If he had it his way, he wouldn't have a Facebook page at all. He just doesn't like it. But we became Facebook official, I think, oh my god, maybe in, like, June. And so, like, what, 10 months into our relationship, it's like, oh my god. But for me, I would tell, obviously, like, my friends and family knew that we were together. It wasn't always me being the one telling them. It was kind of my mom. And so, mom, if you're listening, don't do that. My mom is just one of those people. She's that mom who, like, you know, the moms that, like, I love my mom to death. I'm not being mean. But, like, she's one of those moms that, like, she always like goes to lunch with her friends or like talks to her sisters on the phone and like tells them like our business and so she kind of told other people that like oh yeah Kristen has a boyfriend before I was even able to like post a simple Instagram picture of us and like I don't know Steph is not Steph has social media but he's not a big poster like he doesn't post pictures if he does it's on a story I post a picture of us I mean I wouldn't say all the time but like you know luckily like because you know we do have pictures together obviously and I don't know if it's a cute picture and it's good and I like it yeah I'm gonna post it why not you know that's fun I'm a girl I like Instagram you know like I'm gonna post on Instagram and so Sometimes I do stuff, just that's not his thing. So I think it's important, I guess, you know, if you tell people about your relationship, hopefully they have the respect to not go and, you know, tell your friends. Because especially in long distance, it's a lot when you, you know, people find out that y'all are dating and it's great. And then they're like, okay, but like, he's here and you're there. Like, well, what are y'all going to do? You know, and like that has been a topic that I've had to address frequently in the past few months, mainly because I'm, you know, about to kind of start a new chapter in my life with graduating and moving. And so, you know, I'm kind of now in this position where I have to explain to my family, you know, this is why I'm moving to Kentucky. I'm not moving to Kentucky because I'm bored or like, I just feel like it. Right. Like I'm moving because I have a person there that I you know, want to be with, and so, like, that's why I'm going, and so, that, you know, with the technology, I guess that can kind of be, like, a a down 
died. I don't even know if you would necessarily like that bad, but just having that and like getting ready for those conversations, which we could do a whole episode on that, just talking about addressing that. But yes, making sure you guys talk about what if you want to publicize. I mean, I know some couples that are all about let's publicize everything on social media. I mean, there's long distance couples that do blogs and whatnot about their relationship. I would love to do a vlog with stuff. I've brought it up to him multiple times. I think it'd be so much fun, but that's just not his thing. And so I've kind of had to learn to understand, okay, like, that's okay. Like, I'm not going to force him. I'm not going to, like, you know, force him to sit down and be like, you're talking on my podcast. You're going to be in a video with me. I'm posting you on my Instagram story right this minute. That's not what he wants and I'm not going to force that upon him and I mean yeah social media is a great tool obviously we all know that but like I don't think it's something that you need to constantly use share your relationship with the world like I just don't think that that's important I don't know I mean Steph and I are perfectly happy even though he doesn't have any pictures of me on his Instagram doesn't mean he doesn't love me it's not if it makes y'all feel any better Steph's last picture on Instagram was literally last year it was 2019 (laughs) <laughs> if that gives you any insight to Steph and social media, that's that's it. <laughs> he doesn't even follow me. I'm about to go on a little rant. So I use Twitter, obviously. I feel like a lot of people use Twitter. Steph uses Twitter, too. Does Steph follow me on Twitter? No, he doesn't. And he says <laughs> it's because the only reason he really uses his Twitter is because he likes to go on it to get, like, music updates because he's really heavy into the music industry and also, like, sports. The other, last time I was there, I was like, why don't you follow me on Twitter? Like, I don't understand. And he was like, it's not that serious. It's just Twitter. Anyways, though, we've made a deal. He's following me on Twitter on August 6th, 2021. <laughs> okay, we'll make a countdown for that. I have it on my calendar, literally. If you go to my calendar... And I even have it at the exact time that he said he was going to follow me. And so it says right here, August 6th, 2021 at 1.50 p.m. Stefan is going to follow me on Twitter. I cannot wait for this. We will have a count now. Literally, I'm going to go and like, I'm going to go and like sit over him and like watch him press the follow button. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. You know, but like, I think that you, you did bring up a really good point about kind of like the like uncomfortableness of you know having those conversations or like you know introducing like a long distance relationship because like I know that's kind of how I felt at first too how do I explain to somebody that hey I'm talking to somebody from a different country like a different state you know like yeah maybe like that's a little bit more reasonable or like a little bit easier to grasp But if you grew up watching television, like I did, you would know the show MTV's Catfish is very alive and present, as well as 90 Day Fiancé, which I mentioned plenty of times on here. But, like, even on 90 Day Fiancé, like, they have, like, Catfish. You know, these people will be talking to somebody from a completely different country, and, you know, it's not who they're speaking to. And so I always have to start off with, like, oh, yeah, so, like, my boyfriend lives in the UK. And then when people were like, oh, have you ever met him? I'm like, no, but we FaceTime every single day. You know, like, I've met his family, or, like, you know, I've met his family, like, virtually. Like, I've met all of his friends. I talked to all of his friends. Like, he's a legit person. Like, don't don't worry. And so, yeah, sometimes those are uncomfortable conversations for me to have. But, I mean, that's still, like, a boundary that we've kind of put up is – You know, maybe, like, let's, especially when we first started, was, okay, let's tell, you know, this many people, or, you know, like, this is who I'm going to tell, and then, you know, we can work on 
sharing it more and more publicly because it doesn't matter if you've been with the person one month or, you know, a year or 10 years. Sometimes even just saying like, oh, I'm in a long distance relationship can be very, very uncomfortable. If not for yourself, then maybe for your partner. And so just like respecting that maybe it's not that they're ashamed of the relationship. It's just they don't know how to present that to people because it sucks to say, but we do yeah. live in a very, very judgmental society. And sometimes, like, when people hear long-distance relationship, they're like, oh, that's, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of odd. And so, like, that was, like, a big boundary that we had was, like, who do we, who do we share our relationship with? And, like, who do we, like, publicize our relationship to? First, for us, I guess, like, at least for me, like, when I would tell people that I was in a relationship, I think I first, like, just started off by saying, I'm in a relationship. And then they would ask me, like, you know, tell me about him or whatever. And then I'd tell them about him. And I'd obviously, at some point in the conversation, I'd be like, well, he actually lives in Louisville. And then we would, you know, talk about how we met. And, like, most of the time, I will say I've never I've never had, like, a knock on wood. I'm saying this now and someone's going to be like, are you crazy? But usually I've had, like, a mm-hmm. good, like, oh, that's so sweet. Or, like, that's a really unique way of meeting someone. That's awesome. Usually is the reaction. But, you know, for the most part, I've just always been just careful of how I present it because I know my family personally and everyone is from Texas. Um, Everyone stayed in Texas. I am one of the first ones in my family to move. And so presenting this to them that now, because originally when I moved off, this is such a side tangent, but when I moved off to Arkansas for the first time, Everyone had in their minds that I was coming back to Texas. Obviously, none of us expected for me to meet someone in Louisville, Kentucky, and straight up be like, this is it, I'm moving away. And so no one saw that coming. And so I had to be really careful about presenting like, this is my person and this is our plan and like, this is what we want. And, you know, uh, you kind of have to go into it, unfortunately, with the mindset that like, you know, not everyone's going to agree with you, and, like, that's okay. Like, I've always kind of gone through this relationship, not, like, in a bad way, but just, like, knowing, you know, I'm not going to have everyone on my side, and that's fine because at the end of the day, like, I mean, you know, I'm with who I want to be with, and I'm happy, and, like, I think that takes priority over, you know, if someone in my family is, like, mad, you know, or, like, upset about it or disapproves or whatever, which that's annoying. But, you know, I don't know. At the end of the day, you just have to do what's best for you. And if that's what's best for you, that's what's best for you. If they don't agree with you, they can go. And I mean, like, that's a good boundary like, to have. <laughs> and I mean, like, that's a good boundary like to have, like, as a couple, you know, like, towards other people is, like, you can share as much as you want, you know, with the public. And, yeah, like, if they don't agree with it, then that sucks. Like, But it's y'all's relationship, not theirs. And so you have the ability to share if you want to share like your entire life and like your entire relationship and all of your plans or if you just want to keep it just between you two, that's perfectly fine as well. I think it's just important one to have the boundaries for y'all as a couple and like know like what you want everyone to know versus like maybe there's things you guys don't want everyone to know. But then also, yes, just like being comfortable with like each other and having those boundaries with each other. I think it's also important. And just sitting down and having those conversations about like, you know, okay, we're dating, we're together. How do we want to present this to people? And who do we want to present it to? And 
just like making sure you guys kind of have that same like y'all are on the same page about that I think is important because I mean there's some people who want to tell everyone everything and then there's other people who are just like no I don't want to talk about it having those like expectations and understandings for each other I think is really important I mean kind of like with you and Steph I mean like I know that you two do kind of have a more private relationship but I mean you're willing to come on or like you know co-host this podcast and you know like talk about your relationship but like it's a boundary of stuff you know like to come on and do the same thing and so like I like I really appreciate how like you do respect that because I know for me I would be like no Charlie like you're coming on this podcast and like you're going to like you're going to speak like even if you don't want to but so like I mean I do appreciate that like you do respect that boundary of his and like it doesn't mean that like you know he doesn't love you it's just you know, that's something that he may not be comfortable with. And I have to be honest, I mean, when we first brought up this podcast, obviously, of course, I was like, hell yeah, sorry for the language, but I was like, let's do this, we're doing it, like, I want to do a podcast, and I wanted to do it for myself, and then I really started thinking about it at first, and I was like, oh god, I was like, my boyfriend is the most private human in America, (laughs) like, how is he going to feel about this? And I sat down and I talked to Steph about it. And I was like, this is our idea. Like, this is what Maria and I want to do. And, like, obviously, like, I want to know, one, that you're going to, like, support me and Maria and, like, be there for us. But also, like, if there's anything you just straight up don't want me to say about us on this podcast, like, please tell me. Because, like, the last thing I would ever want to do is overstep those boundaries that we've had because yes like Maria said I mean Steph and I yeah we post pictures every now and then and stuff but we are pretty private we don't typically I don't know what happens with us kind of stays with us and we tell like sometimes I'll tell my friends things but like I definitely don't tell everyone everything and that's just something that's really important to me because I mean I've been in relationships before that I guess this is gonna make me sound like extra I don't know but like they were kind of publicized like people knew about us and people knew a lot about us because we just did too much I guess and we were just very out there and like I kind of made it like a thing for myself before even before I met Steph I was like I need to start really being careful about relationships in terms of like what I am putting out there and what I'm not and just like understanding that and so Steph has been just such a good partner in general because he's kind of made me appreciate just like how nice it is to have our relationship being our relationship and not the world's relationship and like it's nice that we're able to be private but it's also nice that I'm able to kind of come on here and like share that with everyone and share like yes we are private but there are still things you can share and there's still things that you know even if Steph doesn't want to do things sometimes there's other things that we can do that we both like it's kind of for us it's been a lot of like finding like a common ground because like I said stuff is very private I can be private personally but then other times I just don't care and I will say I'm pretty much an open book a lot of the times and I'll talk to anyone about anything and it doesn't bother me but it's been nice because Steph and I like we've just kind of had to meet in the middle and be like okay like you know, this is what we can, this is what we should share with people. This is what we don't necessarily want to. And like, it's honestly taught me a lot personally just about like life in general and like what, you know, what I want to put out there for the world to see about my life and what I don't. And so like, I think that's been, you know, that's a good like lesson, I think, to learn at any stage in life. I kind of want to transition. I mean, even though I'm not like super, super knowledgeable on this side of the boundaries, but like, um, I kind of want to transition to being in person and, like, maintaining and, like, respecting boundaries in that way. I mean, I guess I can only speak from, like, what I would anticipate, you know, being with Charlie. 
we've definitely talked a lot about like what it would be like if I went over there and like I spent time with him you know whether it be for like a few weeks or you know like a few months you know like what have you and in talking about those plans like yeah like we've talked about how we do want to spend like as much time with each other as possible you know he has all of his friends over there he has his family over there as well and I even brought up I was like so are you gonna take me you know like every time you go with your friends or are you just gonna like leave me at home and it wasn't like a negative like oh are you just gonna like you know just like dump me at home and like go like live your life but it was a genuine like hey you know like I don't want to be a hindrance to you or like I don't want to feel like a burden I know you want to spend time with me but I also want you to to live your life and I don't want you to feel like you have to drag me along and so yeah those are conversations that like we've been starting to kind of have of okay, so how much time are we going to spend together? I mean, if we want to spend every single moment with each other, like, that's that's completely up to us. But putting it out there that I'm not expecting that. You know, like, I have my boundaries of, you know, I will spend as much time with you as possible, but when it comes to my school time and, you know, like, my work time, I need this time to myself. Or, like, I just need that space. And I mean, again, this is all like hypothetical, like in the event that I were to go over there, you know, while I'm in school, but it's like, these are these are my boundaries. And like, I need this time to myself. You know, I expect this if we're going to be staying together. Because we, yeah, we haven't been with one another. I may see, you know, what his habits are like, you know, over FaceTime and, you know, like how he lives his life. And he may see how I live mine, but like, we have zero clue what it's like in person and so like I've had other friends that you know they go visit their partners and oh like you know they they're so used to like their own lives that when they go visit their partners like they completely forget that there's another person in consideration like they may like leave the lights on or like play their music too loud or you know play video games all night like while their partner is sitting there and it's like those are like little things that you're still entitled to your own self, but, like, you have to take into consideration a partner now. Steph and I have had a lot of time together recently because of coronavirus and me working remotely. I've had a lot of luxury of, you know, packing up and going to stay in Louisville. And so typically what I do is I'll usually stay for about two and a half weeks, two weeks. It just kind of depends. But the very first time I ever stayed there with him for an extended period of time, it hit, it was, like, a few days after our university announced that we were going remote. And so I was still working. I was still having, you know, I was in the transition period of like transitioning to doing everything on Microsoft Teams, you know. And so I drove to Louisville and the next day I had a conference call for work. And so like I was already kind of like, you know, I knew that I was going to have a lot on my plate. And so before I went, Steph and I kind of sat down and I explained to him, I was like, well, you know, I'm coming, but I still have a lot to do. Like I still have work. I still have school. Like this is kind of what it looked like and luckily for us I never thought I'd say this that his night schedule for work was great in this sense because I hate that he works nights it bothers me but in this sense it was perfect because how it would work is like Steph usually gets home at like 5 a.m and so he'll like come home and go to sleep and I'll still be asleep like I usually I would wake up for like two seconds and say hi but then I'd go right back to sleep and then I'd usually get up around like eight and I'd do any work things I needed to do and like Steph he's so cute he has a desk in his room 
and he designated it for me and was like, you can use the desk to do your work and your school and everything. And I was like, you're a little angel. And so I would get up out of the bed. I'd go brush my teeth and do all that. And I'd go to my desk. That was his desk. And I would sit and I'd do any of my school stuff. And a lot of the time, I would it would take me, you know, most of the day. And so by the time I was done with my schoolwork, I was up. And he would usually get up and we would go get like coffee or food or something. And then like we'd come home and eat and talk. And then, you know, we'd have the afternoon to maybe like go for a walk or like go somewhere or do whatever it was that we felt like doing. And then like at night, Steph would kind of, before he would go to work, he would spend some time working on his beat. And like, I would just like watch Dance Moms or something and so like for us what we would do is like we would stay in like Steph's bedroom because he has his tv in the room and like I would be in the bed watching tv and he'd be at the desk working on beats and so we would still be together in the sense that we were physically in the same room but we were doing our own things which like I love I don't know that just gives me like peace knowing that like he's in the same room with me yet like we're kind of doing our own thing and so for Mm -hmm. us that's kind of been our schedule now for the past couple months because like every time I've gone to visit him I've had other school things or work stuff and I'm going to see him in October and I'll be staying there for a while at his house and while I'm there I'm going to be doing the same thing you know I'll have zoom calls and like all this stuff and we've already talked about like when you have zoom class I'm going to work on beats or I'm going to go ride my bike or like he's going to do something while I'm in class and then the minute I'm out of class we can like you know oh do you want to go get dinner like do you want to go get coffee do you want to whatever it is we feel like doing and so like for us like I think what's helped is like we've before like I would get there we would kind of talk about like what our plan was I guess when we were there we would do that we are both I've honestly at first when I first started doing stuff he wasn't a big like planner person but I kind of think I'm turning him into one because like lately at least he's been like I'm gonna do this at seven and then after this I'm gonna go here and then I'm gonna go here here and he like has this little plan and I'm like you are doing exactly what I've always dreamed is for you to also be on a schedule and I love it and so yeah for us that's been nice the very first time we were ever together though he came to Fayetteville and stayed with me and I was kind of nervous I'm gonna be honest with you but at the same time I grew up I have an older brother and so like I've always kind of had to share things with him like we always shared a bathroom and so unfortunately I was used to having the whole like the toilet seat getting left up deal because my brother does it and my dad does it and so I've grown up with that my whole life and Steph did not disappoint he also does that and so (laughs) I was already kind of expecting that that was like our one thing and we every single time I like yell at him for not putting the toilet seat down and he's kind of gotten better but not really but no I mean for I guess I'm just lucky because Steph yeah sometimes he can be a little unorganized I'm a neat freak if you didn't know if you've like seen my home or anything I don't like clutter I have everything in its place I have my clothes are color coordinated like I'm one of those people and Steph is kind of like that but not like he is organized but it's like a I would call it like an organized chaos he knows where everything is is it as organized as I would have it no but it's it's livable and it's doable and at least when he packs like when he came the very first time his suitcase was pretty organized and like he had it all in like he had all his stuff in like one little section and so like it was pretty like organized but he was here for like three days and so we got pretty used to like being together and spending that time together and 
I don't know. I also think because it was the first time for us to be together in person. So we were so freaking excited that like we didn't even I didn't even care if he, you know, made a mess in my house. I was like, whatever, doesn't matter. But like we've kind of gotten used to staying together. And I love that because I feel like I think I've, I've said this before, but like we're hopefully almost done with long distance. And so for us, we've gotten to spend a lot of time like we've spent long periods of time together, which I think is great because I think that's kind of setting us up for, you know, the time in our life where we get to buy a home and like live together full time and I like that we've had these little like times because I like to say I know what I'm getting myself into like I know what kind of person Seth is gonna be when we live together and so I like it I've we've kind of gotten used to it but of course Steph he's one of those that like sometimes he wants to work on his beats and he doesn't really feel like going anywhere or doing anything and so I've kind of had to learn like yes I'm here but I know he wants to do this and so while he's doing this I just need to find something to do But at the same time, I don't mind because at least I know we're in the same room. (laughs) And so, yeah, he's working on beats, but I can just stare at his little face and be like, hey. So this is the last thing that, like, I want to say as far as, because, like, I noticed that we've been talking a lot about, like, physical boundaries and, like, you know, spacing. So, like, I think it's important that we also talk about, like, mental boundaries and, like, emotional boundaries. So this is the last thing that I'll say about, like, physical boundaries. So I was actually talking to my therapist about this today. And I was telling her how I wanted to go visit Charlie and all that, you know, but like, it's difficult, like with this pandemic and everything. And so something that she was talking to me about was intimacy burnout. And it's kind of like going back to our conversation last week of intimacy. And with the whole like intimacy burnout, what she was kind of like saying is like, just be careful in the sense of you know, you two have never seen each other and you're going to be spending a lot of time with one another. And so just like making sure that you kind of like level it out in the sense that like, you know, it's not, you know, too much all at once. Because like, yeah, like, you know, there's that like excitement of, you know, being with your partner, especially like after if you haven't seen them for like a long, long time, or like if you've never met them in person before you know, there's all that, like, excitement of, like, just being with them, like, you know, physically being with them, you know, like, hugging them, being in their space, but, you know, what my therapist was saying, like, if you, if you, like, kind of, like, go at it, like, full force, it will burn you out, and, like, you know, that can cause problems, and so, like, that's another, that's another reason why, like, those boundaries, like, are important, and just kind of, like, you know, setting yourself up for, like, okay, what are my expectations, you know, like, when I'm physically present with my partner, You know, like, do I constantly, like, want to be around them? Like, you know, do I want space from them? Do I always want to be, like, holding their hand, you know, at every given moment, you know? So that's definitely something that you and your partner need to discuss as well. Is like, okay, when we are in person with one another, how do we maintain that intimacy without, like, overstepping things and, you know, without burning ourselves out? I know for, like, myself, at least, like, I can be a very, very, like, you know, oh, like, you know, give me hugs and, like, hold my hand, like, a very, like, physical, like, intimacy, like, person. However, like, I'm also very, I don't want to say, like, turned off by it, but at the very, very beginning, it's, like, it's kind of difficult for me to, like, want to hold somebody's hand or, you know, like, to want to be around them. And, like, I mean, like, I love Charlie to death. Like, that's no, no question. But, like, I'm just nervous that, you know, when we are together, it's like, "Mm, okay, like, am I ready to hold your hand? And so I've, like, I brought that up to him as, like, I don't know if, you know, like, when we first see each other, like, you know, if I want to hug and kiss you or, you know, like, if I want, like, you know, to just, like, 
full force, you know, I don't know, like wrap my arms around you. Like, of course I do. But at the same time, like I need to recognize those boundaries of what am I comfortable with? Do I want to burn myself out within like the first week? Or like, how can we carefully balance it out? You know, whenever Steph and I like, met in person for the first time, I don't even, I don't think I ever even thought about that before we met. I think I personally was just so freaking excited that the minute I saw him, I just kissed him. And like, he kissed me. I don't know, it just like happened. It was a very like sweet moment, if you will. But, you know, we've learned over time, like, I love nothing more than to be held. I just like to be held sometimes. Not all the time. But sometimes I just really want to be held. Steph doesn't mind. Steph doesn't like holding hands. That is his thing. He's not a hand holder. He refuses. Like, he just hates holding hands. But, like, you know, he also, like, every, like, you know, he will hold me and, like, he cuddles me and all of that, which is great. But, yeah, like, we've, and, like, I guess because we've, at this point, we've spent a lot of time together. And so we've just kind of, we we're able to read each other's body language pretty well. And so, like, we know, oh, he doesn't want to be touched or, like, she doesn't want to be touched. But that's also something I think that kind of builds over time. Like, it's not something that you're going to catch on to, like, right away. Like, you're going to learn as you guys progress and, like, spend more time together. I think that we should talk about, like, the emotional boundaries and, like, you know, mental boundaries that, like, do come along with, I mean, like we said before, like, you know, with any relationship, but, like, especially, like, with long distance as well, because, I mean, a lot of mind games can be played when it comes to long distance and, you know, like, a lot of anxieties and, like we said before, with communication, sometimes it can get lost in translation and... So kind of establishing those mental boundaries or like emotional boundaries of this is what like I'm expecting, you know, these are conversations that I want to have, or like these are feelings that I want to introduce, you know, those types of things. I mean, in the past, I've all, I guess let's just put it this way. I've been ghosted in the past. And so, of course, I always have this fear in my head that, like, something would go wrong. When we first started dating, like, I always was like, Steph could literally, like, leave. He literally doesn't even live here. Like, he could just straight up ghost me and I would never know. Like, he's in Kentucky. That could happen and it just freaked me out so bad. And so, we had a conversation at the beginning and I was like, look, like, I just want you to know, like, this is what I've experienced and this is what's happened to me and it's kind of, like, messed me up. I just want you to, like, like if anything is ever wrong or like you feel like something's off like I want you to be able to like come to me and talk to me about it and like tell me and that I'm glad we had that conversation because I feel like that has just made leaps and bounds and I think I said this in another episode but like don't be afraid to tell your partner if something is bothering you or if like there is something you need to address and like having those conversations like that can just change everything I understand it can take time for people to like you know get comfortable and like be comfortable enough with their partner to have those conversations it's definitely something that takes time I mean we didn't have that conversation for a little while and so like I you know I'm one of those like I want to be very warmed up to someone before I can like sit and have a tough conversation and so like just kind of starting to build that trust and like being able to feel comfortable and like bringing things up I guess like that helps and it's not going to be an easy process and it's not going to be something that happens overnight like that's not how you know I think we all know like that's not how life works you know and so you just gonna have to get comfortable with it and like don't you know it might sound hard but just like don't be afraid to discuss mental health and like your things that you've been through like don't be afraid to share that with your partner to like benefit y'all's relationship no that, that definitely makes sense and like at least for me and charlie like so i mean clearly this didn't work but like one of the boundaries that like we had for one another when we first started talking i guess was 
like we established that we were the only ones that like we were talking to like we were loyal to one another I guess before like it was anything official and so like we had that conversation of like okay so do we want to make this official you know when do we want to make it official that type of thing and he had said to me he's like like I don't want to make anything official until like I see you in person because and that was back in like Mm -hmm. February and so we thought that we were going to see each other for like I think it was like spring break or something so we're like okay you know only like a month but then so like that was a that was a boundary that we had with one another like okay we don't want to call each other boyfriend and girlfriend until like we've met in person and like he wanted to ask me properly face to face that type of thing clearly that didn't happen but like you know we just kind of roll in with it like technically he still has not asked me to be his girlfriend and like I joke around with him like all the time like you know you never straight up asked me we just kind of it just kind of happened but like that was one boundary that like we had for one another at the beginning of our relationship is okay when are we gonna define it and like when is the right time to do that and I mean like I respected that like he wanted to wait until we were in person and like see I guess if it was like worth it after meeting me in person and it was honestly like the same thing with the whole like I love you situation I mean we said it after maybe like three weeks of knowing one another and that's just how it worked out for us like I know other people it may take longer some people may think that like okay that was way too soon but it felt right for us but kind of going back to the conversation we had earlier of we set that boundary of okay we're not gonna say it with other people around like this is a moment for us and like when we're ready to start saying it publicly then we'll start saying it publicly but like you know in our own conversations like this is like this is how we're gonna do it and that was like a really big emotional boundary that we had is like you know we wanted to share like those like those I guess intimate moments with one another and made sure that like nobody else was involved and also kind of like with you and Steph is we've had like those difficult conversations of like what is okay to discuss and like what's not okay to discuss like there's a lot of things that are like off the table where you know we are not going to discuss this and like unless you're ready and Uh again you know this goes for any relationship but you know it's it's harder in a long distance relationship because like there's there are those topics that you want to talk about and like that you want to discuss but you know you're not physically there with your partner And so I think it makes it more difficult, but it makes those boundaries so much more important. It's important to like realize that every couple is going to work differently and every couple is going to have different boundaries. Like what you guys do might be completely different from what me and Steph do. And like for us, like the whole asking to be my, his girlfriend thing, he addressed me as his girlfriend over the phone without even like but I don't even think we had had the talk about like let's be official like let's date or whatever and um he like said it and then I was like okay I guess I am your girlfriend and he's like well yeah like why wouldn't you be and I was like okay yeah and so like that made sense but then like when he came to visit for the first time I was like so you're gonna ask me and then he asked me but the I love you thing was different for us I knew I loved stuff months before I told him I could feel it I just knew but that for us was a big deal about like we wanted to be in person like we just wanted it to be in person and there were multiple times we'd be on the phone and we would hang up and we would almost say it like we would almost say it I could tell we were both about to say it and 
just we both like stopped ourselves because we just knew for us personally like that was just a moment that we wanted in person and I'm so glad that it like happened the way it did we went on to St. Louis for those of you who didn't know and the whole drive on the way to St. Louis I had just gotten out of class and I literally drove from class to St. Louis I was still in my like work clothes like I was just I was gassing it to St. Louis and the whole time I was like, I'm going to say I love you tonight. Like, I'm saying it. I'm going to say it. Like, this is happening. I was so pumped. Like, I could not wait. We got to St. Louis. Or we, I guess I got there because Steph got there before me. And then we went up to our Airbnb and, like, Steph literally got me pizza because I called him on the way and said I was hungry. Maybe five minutes later, I was like, I have to tell you something because my heart's about to burst. I'm going to throw up. I was like... I love you, like, I love you so much, and, like, I just had to tell you, and he was like, oh my god, I love you too, and it was just, like, this moment, I will never forget it as long as I live, like, it was, it was just funny, like, it was just funny, but it was also just really, like, sweet, and, like, for us now, especially, like, St. Louis literally means so much to me now, because it's the city that we said I love you in, and I always drive through it when I drive to Louisville, and so it's just, like, this little, like, memory at this point now, and so, like, it's just, like, funny, but, like, I'm glad that it happened the way that it did, but for some couples, sometimes you just can't wait. I mean, like, love sometimes just kind of comes at you, and you just, like, you want to say it, you want to tell everyone, and I I think it's great for y'all that, like, you guys just knew, like, y'all knew, and you just wanted to say it, and sometimes you can't hold it in, like, you just want to say it, you know? I mean, it was kind of, like, with you guys. Every time we ended our phone conversations, like, we just kind of looked at each other and, like, I could see it in, like, in both of our eyes. Like, I felt it and, like, I could see it, like, in his face. It's like, okay, like, bye. And then we just kind of just looked at each other like, okay, bye. And, like, that was, like, our way of saying it. Or I would tell him, like, I like you. Like, I like you. I like you. And so that was, like, our, like, another way of us saying it. But that was always, like, how we ended our phone conversations was, like, okay, okay, I like you. I'll I'll talk to you later. And then, like, that was it. But I don't know. Like, it was just one night. I was – so I was actually in San Diego. I was in San Diego visiting um, for grad school. And <laughs> I was just sitting on the air mattress that my friend Manny gave me because I was staying with them. And I'm just sitting on this air mattress, and we're just we're just looking at each other, and we're like, uh, I, I have something I need to say. Like, I just, I, you know what? I'm gonna say it. I'm sorry if like if this is if this is weird, but, and so, I think I said it first. I think I said it first, but he's the one that like brought up the conversation, and, I mean, yeah, like here here we are. But, I mean, I liked yeah. that we had the talk, like immediately after of like okay like I'm glad that like we were able to get that out but like this is something that we want to keep between us like this is something that's private and I don't know like I've been saying like it was a really good like emotional boundary for us like something that we could keep for ourselves yeah no we had a lot of at least for Steph and I recently being you know in the position that we are in our lives like we've had a lot of very like emotional talks about what the future entails and you know what we have in mind for like us in the next few years and it's really exciting to talk about and for me that was just such a big deal because obviously I'm planning to move to Louisville and I think I said this I don't have family there like I don't have anyone in Kentucky 
about stuff. And so for me, you know, this is just, it's scary. Like, it's really exciting, of course, and I can't wait. And like, I've got Steph's family and his friends, and I love them. But like, it's still really scary for me. And so, you know, I, we sat down one night, and I was like, I just like, I know how we feel about each other. And I know we love each other. But like, I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. And we've got this kind of vision in our heads like we're like you know we have the same like mindset and the same goals and like we just sat and just really talked about like where we see ourselves and like you know we even we were like is Louisville where we us having a home and like future like you know raising babies and like all this stuff you know it's nice knowing that like we are able to sit down and have these conversations because I just think they're so good for us like both like for at least for my mental stability but just for us to like you know know that like we're on the same page and it's worth it and you know we've even had the talk about well what if Louisville doesn't work out what if I can't move there right away you know what if I can't find a job and then like for us to sit down and have the conversation about like we'll do long distance for as long as we have to and so also having that has been really nice I don't know I'm one of those people I love words of affirmation I like to I like to have a plan and I like to hear it from stuff and so I'm always like, tell me how you feel. And, you know, we've been able to have a lot of those conversations. And I think it's been really good for both of us. Just sit down and talk because sometimes you just, sometimes you have to dig, you know, deeper than surface level and like bring out those emotions in each other. And I think it's good for you. Like, I think that's always something that's like important to have in a relationship. So, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's good to be able to share those emotional sides of yourself and like I, I just think it's good to like put those feelings out there like it I don't know for me it just brings me like a sense of like peace and like well-being I guess the last point that like I want to make as far as boundaries like for yourself is is literally staying true to yourself and like what your thoughts are what your actions are like what your feelings are like especially in regards with your partner because you're not always going to see eye to eye with your partner. And, you know, whether it be, yeah, like, you know, talks about the future, you know, like where you guys want to live. Um, you know, I know, especially right now, like politics is kind of tricky, you know, like having like political talks with your partner, or, like even religious talks with your partner. Like it's really, really important to to know yourself and to stay true to yourself. Like don't don't try to diminish yourself just for the purpose of making your partner happy. I mean, I've had plenty of friends where they say like, oh, you know, I feel this way about a topic, but I say this instead for my partner. And, you know, like that's not healthy because like one, your partner is not seeing the true you. Like if you really feel strongly about a topic or like about a situation, like you need to be able to to voice that. And, you know, like, a healthy relationship will allow you to speak on those issues. And, yeah, your partner may not agree, but, like, you can have a calm and, you know, constructive dialogue with them. But also, you're also lying to yourself. And, like, you're creating this persona that's not you. And to me, that doesn't make the, that doesn't make the relationship genuine. I can sit here and I can agree with literally everything that Charlie says just for the sake of, you know, making him happy or, you know, to avoid conflict. But that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be right for me. And not only is it not right for me, but like, it's also not right for him. Like he doesn't see the true me. He doesn't see like how I actually am. And that could pose problems later on in the relationship. You know, your partner may eventually like see you as a liar or they're like, well, that's not the person that, you know, that I knew before. And so just having that boundary of your, like for yourself of, okay, 
what is valuable to me, what is important to me, what am I willing to sacrifice, and what am I willing to keep, like, my mind on? Or, like, you know, what are things that I'm not willing to budge on my thoughts or my values, morals, etc., etc., my plans? I will say I used to be one of those girls who would always, you know, want to change myself for a boy because I thought that that would make him like me. I was that girl. I was terrible. And this go around, I was like, you know what? I was, I feel like, you know, I had grown a lot before I met Steph. I'd gone through a lot of just different kind of life moments. And I was like, you know, maybe this time I should just, you know, I don't know, be myself. (laughs) And it obviously was, you know, I'm glad that like for once I was kind of able to, I don't know, I'm a people pleaser and I always want to like please other people. And I just learned that like that's so, one, it's just kind of unhealthy to like go through life and like want everyone to like you. But like, I was just like at this point, why change myself for a person? And I think that's something that like I've learned over time is like don't change yourself for someone else. If your partner really loves you and wants to be with you for the authentic self that you are they will do that and like I've learned that so clearly with stuff like I'm a mess I am not a perfect person I make mistakes so does he and like we still love each other unconditionally and we've both I feel like through our relationship yes we've changed in the last year in really positive ways but I feel like we've also like we remain true to who we are and like I think that's what makes us so healthy is like we're not afraid to be ourselves I think I said this before we're not afraid to hurt each other's feelings we're not afraid to have those tough talks because yeah like you said you know politics religion those uncomfortable topics that you don't want to talk about with your partner like you have to at some point like that's important and I don't know, both of us have learned that, you know, it's okay to disagree. Like, I know that Steph and I, there's a lot of things that we maybe don't agree on or, like, see eye to eye. But, like, we've learned to, like, respect each other enough to, like, talk about that and kind of, you know, come to a middle ground. But also, like, respect, like, each other's feelings and each other's emotions and, like, our take on things. And, like, I don't know, I just think that's healthy to be able to, like understand that like yeah your partner and you are not going to see eye to eye on everything and you shouldn't have to like change you and your perspectives or your opinions just to make your partner happy if you're having to do that probably shouldn't be with them you know so I like that point that you made I think it's really important to just yeah like stay true to yourself always like don't change yourself to make someone happy Well, I think that's all that we have as far as, you know, boundaries today. I mean, like, we could talk on this for hours and hours, but, like, we really just wanted to, like, hit on, like, the major things of, you know, like, the physical space, you know, like, making time for one another, making time for yourself, as well as, like, hitting on, like, smaller things when it comes to, like, emotional boundaries and, like, mental health as well. But I will say that we will be taking just, like, a small break. (laughs) We are not going to be putting out an episode next week um, because Kristen has comps. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. But, yes, I have basically, if you don't know what comps is, it's, like, a huge test that I have to complete to get my master's degree. And I basically have to lock myself in a room and, like, write a paper. And so... That's kind of my priority at this point, unfortunately, so I'm going to need some time to do that. But once I'm done, I will be so glad, and we will be back to talk more. But I feel like with that being said, that we have some time off, that also means that we have time to hear from y'all. And so if you have, exactly. if you have suggestions, if you have anything you want to hear, DM us on Instagram. DM one of us on our own Instagrams if you follow us on Instagram. I mean, 
just reach out to us, talk to us, share your ideas. If you have feedback, we like to hear that too. Just whatever it is you want to hear. Like we've said, I feel like we said this every time, but like we are here to talk to y'all and we're here to hear from y'all and like we are here for you. And like if there's anything that you want to hear, we'd love to talk about it. So let us know. Especially, especially now that like classes are starting up, like I do know a lot of people that are moving like this week. And so, yeah, like, if you are starting your long-distance journey, then, yeah, let us know, like, what challenges um, you and your partner are, like, I mean, we don't need, like, all the little details of, like, you know, what's wrong with your relationship, but, like, you know, if there's something that's, like, that you're struggling with right now or, you know, something that you do need just a little bit more information on, I mean, yeah, feel free to to reach out to us. Our Instagram is at Podcast. You know, yeah, we're always open to suggestions. And yeah, like Kristen said, since we're going to have next week off, you know, because of her comps and I'm starting grad school next week, technically, like I'm I'm definitely going to need a little break. But, you know, yeah. you can still reach out to us. We're still here. We're still available. And like we said, you know, we're here for you guys. And we honestly like I love sitting down and doing this. I love doing this. So like, I mean, please give us topics to, to talk about. <laughs> I think it's really therapeutic and nice to like take some time out of our days to like sit and talk about this because I don't think I would normally do this like I don't know I don't know if I would really sit down with anyone and be like this is how I feel about boundaries today like right you know like I don't know and I mean even if there's not like a specific topic that you guys want us to like hit on I mean if you just tell us like a situation that you're going through in your relationship like we'll find something you know, to come up with, like, based off of that situation. I mean, like we've said, I think for, like, the last, like, two episodes, we didn't even know that this was, like, an issue or, like, we didn't think about these things in our relationships. But, I mean, when they were presented to us, we were like, oh, wait, like, I didn't even think about that. Or, like, yeah, that's something that, you know, we should definitely discuss. So, yeah, just let us know. Yay. Well, thanks for listening. If you've made it this far, you're awesome. We appreciate you and we will, I guess we won't really see y'all because we don't see your faces, but we will talk to y'all in a few weeks. Woo! Thank you guys. Guys.